Hello and welcome to another episode of the Screaming Eagles podcast, the only podcast that guarantees one episode every three weeks. I'm your host Ben and joining me in the Eagles Nest is Billy Night Train Buttons. Thank you Ben, good to be back. Very popular, they've missed you, the audience have missed you. They, they Indeed they have. Um, now let's just get, well first of all can I, can, let's just say that uh, if you're feeling a different vibe, mm. this, um, this is a morning podcast. It is. Tuesday morning. Uh, we've got up especially early. We've had our cup of joe. And um, <laughs> it's it's a bit of more of a breakfast radio type of vibe as it's, opposed yeah. to like Ian Mercer up late. You that's know. right. This is more like Kyle and Jackie O. Yeah, that's right. The Bill and Ben breakfast hour. <laughs> Um, Can so we get a traffic, probably, traffic report? Do you think with I Vic think, Larusso? Well, I think we should get twos in the tra- in the in the uh, traffic chopper. <laughs> oh god! Yes. Oh, there's a lot of traffic. There's got to be an explanation. Investigation. <laughs> Investigation. <laughs> someone's got to be responsible for all this traffic. Well, twos twos would take anything you can get right well, now. Well, we'll get to that. Yeah. We'll get to news. But poor old twos. Um, you throw your hat into the ring one too many times, and it yeah. reeks of desperation. Mm. Um, but let's just let's just jump in. Let's. St- we don't have much time because okay. I've got to get to work. Yeah. At least one of us does. Find <laughs> <laughs> that in there. Just awesome. putting, the, putting the slipper. Really different vibe. Putting yep. the slipper in. It's interesting because when you come around here, I'm always like, oh, yeah, don't worry, mate. You'll be fine. You know, yeah, take your time. And then as soon as we get on either Twitter or podcast, it's like, nah, we're just. It's straight at it. Just straight at straight it. Straight in. Gloves are off. Because it's a different relationship. Yeah, um, it is. So um, let's just get straight into it, though. Lots mm. of rumors. Yes. Swirling, almost like a hurricane, you would say, um, about the fact that run, you're running scared because of Manly giving an absolute shellacking mm. to the third-placed Eels. Mm. Um, and that's why we haven't recorded for a couple of weeks. So would you like to answer those rumours? Yes. Well, there's an element of truth in it. <laughs> uh, but, no, I, I went away. So school holidays for those of you with children in New South Wales. Yes. Very specific section of the audience will yeah. know it was school holidays. Other states don't have children. so they No, don't. they don't. No. No, they're not. They're not uh, breeders. Fertile enough, <laughs> like this great state of New South Wales. <laughs> the fertile state. <laughs> That's what we're going to put on the number plates. Um, yeah, so we went up to the north coast because there's not really anywhere else you can go, as it turns out. Yeah. Uh, you don't, certainly don't want to be going to Victoria. Uh, shout out to Nathan and Jensen, our Victorian listeners. Oh, yeah, shout out. But, um, yeah, you can't really go to Melbourne. You couldn't go to Queensland. Uh, and so me and the fam decided that we would head up to Byron Bay because who else would want to go to Byron Bay in uh, a coronavirus pandemic? Yeah, just surround yourself with anti-vaxxers. That's yeah, what you want. Yeah, well, and every other Victorian. There were so many Victorians oh, really? up there. Yeah, they'd yeah, all right. escaped. Um, lots of white linen. So we went up to Yamba and then we went up to... 
Brunswick heads, and then we were going to head up to Queensland when the border opened, but mm. we thought wiser of it given there were two-hour delays. So we headed to a little town and called... And from what I can tell from the NRL, there's nothing good happening up in Queensland. So no, exactly. you're not missing anything. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I didn't want to potentially you know, give that brush of maybe uh, wooden spoon-itis yes. like that, that Para is very susceptible to. Yes. And I felt that if I went into Queensland, there yep. would be a strong chance that I would get it and pass you would it almost, on. You'd almost say that Para have an autoimmune <laughs> yes, deficiency when it comes to wooden spoons. Para just get it. They can get it like very – they yep. can be like top of the table one year in the grand final one year and two well, years later. Didn't, because Jared Hayne didn't Jared Hayne play in Queensland and he caught it and then came down to Para oh. and spread it around the town. Yeah, there you go. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Uh, so we went up to Bangalore um, and a, a home of home of Killer Whale. There you go. Former former host. Yeah, former yeah. host. So I didn't. I wasn't really running scared for those first two weeks, mm. uh, and they were actually weeks Para one. Oh no! Did we win? I think we, yeah, I think we won those first two weekends. Yep. Uh, and then the last on the Saturday night before I left, so we drove back on the Sunday, and that was when Para played Manly, and so I had not only a ten-hour drive to wallow mm. in the loss by myself mm. with two kids in mm. the car. Um, I like the I like the lie that you're continuing on. That's oh no, good. no, I didn't. But, but anyone I, anyone listening knows. Yeah. That yeah. Manly and Para actually played on Saturday feel, night, yeah. not Sunday. So the whole thing of you saying, "Oh yeah, I couldn't watch it because I was driving back with the kids." Oh no, that was long. That was wrong. Yeah. I got the that was a legitimate mistake though. Right. I got that wrong, and we actually had friends come down from the Goldie to visit us on the Saturday night. But again, I will say, I'm a hundred percent happy that that happened. <laughs> like yeah. when my when when my wife said our friends are coming Saturday night, I went, "Oh well." Guess that means I can't watch the Eels play. So, um, mm. so yeah, I didn't watch it. And then I drove back the next day and I thought, no, I'm not going to. So I haven't watched it. I still haven't watched it. It's too and, painful. Um, so so tell us, so I'm assuming Killer offered you some tea. Yes. And Bickies, some well, famous Bangalore um, ginger snaps maybe. He did. And some maybe some pork. They're famous for their pork up there. <laughs> the Bangalore pork belly. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So I'm assuming, what was it, like a loose leaf tea and you yeah, guys just had exactly. a couple of sips of tea. A couple of and sips then, of tea and a game of backgammon. And then you went, whoa, is that the time? It's 6, uh, it's 6 p.m. I better head home, <laughs> put the kids to bed. I'm assuming that's how it all went down. Yeah. Well, I'd never met Killer. No. So now the circle is complete. Has I anyone met... really met Killer though? Yeah, that's, who knows? You can walk away after spending a week with him and still don't feel like you've met him. Yeah, well, we had this weird... So we weren't going to even go to Bangalore and we rented this place last minute because uh, it just became too hard crossing the border. Mm. And when we checked in, we started chatting and the guy said, oh, I'm in a band. And I said, oh, the guy that used to do this podcast I'm on. Mm. And and he's like, oh, the Screaming Eagles podcast. Famous. Yeah, famous in Bangalore. You'd say we're... uh Interstate famous if it wasn't yes, for the fact that he's still in New South Wales. Yeah, that's right. Close Inter- to the border. Yeah, exactly. And then he's like, yeah, Killer. Killer plays in my band. So uh, that was weird. And then a friend of my missus came over who lives up in Bangalore. Does Killer know this guy thinks it's his band? No, that could be awkward. Well, this is this is like Killer's side project. Oh, band. okay. It's not okay. his actual band. Yeah, It's right. like this. It's a kid's band. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then... Um, and then these friends of my missus came over, they knew the owners of the Airbnb we're staying in and yeah. we're like, oh, that's weird because 
Bill does this podcast, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, killer? We know killer. Our kids are best friends. <laughs> yeah. We so give him loose change when he's begging on the corner. <laughs> yeah. So there were all these like, he's like famous in Bangalore. Yeah. Everyone knows killer. And the sad thing, he's only been there for like three years. Yeah. And yet he's, he's already he's the mayor the of Bangalore. He's the mayor of Bangalore. And so I slid into his DMs because we follow each other on on Insta. Mm. And he's like, come down to the bolo for a, uh, for a quiet ale. Um, and that was when the Tigers were playing the Broncos. And I thought, okay, that's cool. Get to watch Broncos, Tigers. Said yeah. w- wife and kids, all right, guys, I'll be gone for about an hour and a half. I'll see you, <laughs> see you around nine. Yeah. <laughs> we got to the bolo. And I had like, there may be 20 minutes. Anyways, do you want to come back to mine with another one of his mates? And it just descended into. Yes, he took you to the d- down to the dungeon, didn't he? He took me to the dungeon and. And wow, it yeah. was um, it's very very strategic on his part. He's gonna he's gonna get a nomination later. But no, it was good to meet Killer. He is the mayor of Bangalore, clearly, because mm. everyone knows him. And um, yeah, we 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 laughed about we laughed about the good times and we reminisced about <laughs> the cried sad about times. the bad times. <laughs> he told each other. Actually, there was there was an, a, because I'd never even seen him before. Yeah. So there was this weird like blind date type. Feeling to it. Did you re- wear a um a blue and gold carnation in <laughs> yeah, your top pocket? Right. <laughs> so oh. I had to like. So it's like it's like your only sort of Tinder type of. Yeah, moment. exactly, yeah. exactly. So I was like, this is weird. It's kind of like meeting a stranger at at the pub. Yeah. And um, I saw I, I knew it was him. He was wearing a maybe he's wearing a manly cap or something. Yeah, he's I got don't like know. a vintage. He's 70s quite. One. He's quite um. You know, stands out. He's a bit of a rock star. Like he looks, yeah. he stands out. So I said hi, and we, and he's got Billy tattooed on his hands. <laughs> I know, creepy. <laughs> yeah, creepy. <laughs> really got weird. Um, but he, we were chatting for like ten minutes, and he. Does he say? Because then it feels like you're touching me when I touch myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, because his kid's named Billy. But oh, yeah, okay. but um, he. Didn't reckon he goes. You sound completely different. Yeah. You sound. You don't. I'm not sure this is actually Billy from the podcast. You're just a random that's <laughs> slid into my DMs. Yeah. Um, it was a bit of a talent to Mr. Ripley. Moment. I wonder though. I'm quite a chameleon in in like these situations, and because mm. they're all he was at the pub with all like these pissed Bangalore. There'd been a funeral on, and so there's all these. Bangalese, is that what you call them? People Bangalonians. from Bangalonians, <laughs> and um, and so maybe I was like turning. I, I'm known to when, I, especially when I'm in like a country town, which I wouldn't say Bangalore is, but when I'm when I'm in the country, it's I like to smoke. I like to do a few of the how are ya, how are ya, <laughs> yeah, 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 you know, just yeah, just you know, it's meet to, the it's people to at make their them level. Feel, it's make them feel comfortable. Yeah. Not so much you, just no, them. I'm, yeah. I'm not, I don't want to speak in my storied, educated, sophisticated city voice. Yeah. So I well, take it down. You mean level. your church street. Yeah, my, that's right. My From the school of hard knocks. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but he didn't actually believe it was me until we'd gotten maybe 40 minutes in. Yeah. Anyway, good yeah. times. Yeah, good times. Yeah. Um, all right, should we talk about a bit of rugby league? Rugby league, the greatest game of all. Um, can we start with that? I just want to uh, have out a little uh, Not All Heroes Wear Capes. If I, I've got a little sneaky one in there. Yep. Um, the uh, one I'd like to nominate, this is sort of fresh off the last couple of days that it's been uh, confirmed, but uh, the Not All Heroes Wear Capes, the Justin ha- Jackson Hastings Award, um, Sonny Bill Williams. Wow. Coming back. 
Didn't have to. No. Coming back, helping a struggling team. Yep. Um, you know, he's got he's all, I've heard he's almost doing it for free. Yeah. It's just a used car. That's just to get around, just a little run around. Well, he's not a, he's just he's Uncle doing Nick for, just said yeah. why don't we just have a cheeky nine holes of golf? Yes. Just a cheeky nine holes yep. of golf and on the third, par three. Yeah. Whoever wins that hole. Yeah. Five hundred grand. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Hey, but this That's is just it. a bet between two is, consenting you're not adults. A, you're not even registered with the NRL. I'm not doing anything illegal. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Sonny Bill Williams, you know, he could see the Roosters were struggling. They are. They'd lost against, you know, a team out of the eight and in Manly. And they were just like, shit, you know, slowly, slowly slippering down the ladder. Boyd Courtner can barely string two games together. Yeah. Um, the aging Morris twins could barely yeah, well. string a couple of games together. So I thought, you know what? We need to fix this mess. Another <laughs> aging player. <laughs> let's just let's just inject him. And between the four of those guys, we might get one of them every four games. Yeah, it's a bit. It's a bit weird. Everyone has really got their knickers in a knot over yeah. it, and I understand. I understand. Like he's a big name, mm. but he's how old? Thirty five. Thirty five. Hasn't played rugby league, and those two games he played for terrible, Super League, yeah. I wouldn't, I don't even count them. Um, so he hasn't played since 2014. So by my calculations, that's six years he hasn't played. Yeah. Now you saw Jared Hayne after leaving the game for one year. You saw Valentine Holmes after leaving for one year. Yeah. Even Sam Burgess took a while to get that's right. back from rugby. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's. I mean, and it, that's why I'm not crying foul. No, like everyone's up in arms and oh, he's on two contracts and this isn't fair and everything. It's like, guys, this is. Oh, they could have just gone. You know what? We're letting him back, and um, he's not even going to count in their salary cap, and they're paying him two million dollars. I'd go. That is awesome because that's two million dollars. <laughs> they're fucking flushed. He's going to get. I I I think we play them again. Okay, I'm pretty sure we do. Um, and I know it's late in the season. I know it's not the last three games because we've actually got a really nice, easy run into the finals. It's mm. three easy teams. I just hope he's playing by the time we get round to him because mm. nothing would excite me more to see Jake just split him in half. Yeah. Fold him like a fucking bit of Devon. <laughs> Devon. That's it. With some tomato sauce yeah. on top. <laughs> well, there'll be claret, that's for sure, when Jake fucking crumbles him. Um, yeah, it seems and, like... And, all the, yeah. and, 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 and you know what's annoying me the most, though? The only thing that is annoying me is when they keep talking about him, they keep showing the highlights of two of 2013 yeah, when he ran through you. Jamie Bura. Yeah. And I'm just like, yeah, try okay. that with Jake, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, it's just triggering you. <laughs> Sorry, it just... It, yeah, I, I was trying to be all funny and oh, I don't care about it, but I can't hold it you back. Can't, I just no. want to see him get fucking smashed. Yeah. Um, but what a, what a hero. What? Yeah. Well, they're I, helping out the games in need. Yeah. I haven't seen such a selfless act since he gave his medal, his World Cup medal away to that little boy on the sidelines. Yeah, that was Nick Politis yeah. is the little boy, <laughs> and Sonny Bill, Sonny Bill is just giving him his dignity. He's going, you know what? I don't need my dignity. I'm happy to give it away and watch people watch a 35 year old man huff and puff and get smashed around the field. Yeah, I hope you're right. I hope you're right. I yep. hope you're right. Oh, I think I, you're right. I'm I, just. Yeah. It would just sicken me that he comes back and he's good. Like the Morrises. Remember they signed 
one of them, the second Morris they got yeah. from Cronulla. And yeah. we were all like, what a joke. Who cares? Yeah. And then Morris has actually been really fucking good. But I don't year. think they ever dipped in form. They just had bad teams around them. I mean, and they had, I, I, yeah, I don't but say w- Yeah, anyway. Anyway. Um, have you got any heroes? I've got a couple. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. first is, is Killer. Oh, okay. Because uh, he, he's a hard stat and a nomination. Yes. Manly has a hundred percent winning record. Yes. The day after Killer takes me out. Wow. Spikes my drink. Yes. And has his way with me. <laughs> <laughs> so. Wow. Things got pretty ugly. Shay Killer. Yeah. Uh, I woke up feeling that this was on the on the less uh, than fresh. Yeah, less than fresh on the Friday night, and then had to back up. It was the, it's a classic. It's the classic old rope dope. They used to do it to the boxes where. Yeah. They'd, they'd send some uh, very attractive ladies the night before they were about to have a fight and mm. wear them out right. in whatever way they could. Oh, wow. So okay. uh, I was not in game day form yeah. by any stretch. I wasn't ready for no. what was in front of me. No. I was, I was you a weren't ready quivering to, mess. You weren't ready to not watch that game or the, like all the other times you <laughs> yeah, don't watch that game. That's right. Yeah. This one in particular. Yeah. Especially if Asada came knocking, I was <laughs> I was scared. You're in trouble. Yeah, so uh, he gets a nomination. Nice, but um, I've got to give a shout out to one of the magnificent seven for a okay. nomination here. Yeah, okay. The Batman. Oh yeah, it's been very quiet. So the Batman, if for people who aren't on Twitter, the Batman is a uh, obviously that's not his real name. No, um, that's his. No Twitter. one knows his real name. No. I think it's Bruce. Okay, <laughs> Bruce Wayne. <laughs> Mate, don't give that away. Oh, on there. We'll, we'll cut that out. Edit that one. Yeah, out, we'll cut yeah. that out. Um, uh, and uh, yeah, him and Billy go at each other ad nauseum. Well, he's he, he in particular goes at another another great Twitter uh, fan, Richard Cranium, mm. and um, I believe that's his real name. Yeah, definitely. Anyway, they they go at one another ad nauseum to the point where you log on, you'll. You'll have a crack at Manly or he'll have a crack at Parrot and then you log on and you've got like 200 notifications. <laughs> inevitably like talking about, inevitably ends with the Batman sending that that little side-by-side graphic of like the Eels logo and Manly logo and like both joined the comp in 47. Yes. Yeah. One has however many premierships, snow yeah. spoons. You know, it's yeah, always yeah, yeah. that. It always like ends that, up with that. I get sent that, I would say... Conservatively, I get sent that maybe sixty times a week, <laughs> and, yeah. and forty of them used to come from the Batman. Yeah, um, but he's he's been very quiet on Twitter. So I slid into his DMs and yeah. just went, "What's well, what's going on? You won as, and a, you as a mate, you know, and he's, he's done. He's done. He's done. He's done. He said it's yeah. all. I'm just hearing the. He's like." It's turned into a broken record. Yes. <laughs> so, wow. And he was really nice. And then yeah. I made like a joke and I went, oh, well, anyway, I'd wish you luck next week, but uh, I don't mean it. And then he couldn't help himself. He was like, yeah, good luck, <laughs> Parasuck. You guys are going to choke. And that's why he's got off it. Yeah. he just can't he help can't himself. He can't help himself. So he's, he's my hero for this yeah. week. Nice. Did you ask him for any tips on how to get off it? Because you're yeah, I I had a good two weeks off. I had like, I had a bit of a... A uh, spiritual experience. So the first week when we were in Yamba, it was when you guys lost to the Knights. Mm. And I was sitting in like paradise, basically. I mean, it was cold, but it was a beautiful spot. Mm. And I was watching the game on my iPhone and the kids are out playing. Um, 
missus was home alone mm. and in, I'm sitting watching this game on an iPhone screen and then tweeting abuse to random <laughs> Manly fans, like just saying you guys suck. Yeah. And I, I came away, I had a couple of beers down at the beach and went, yeah. oh, this is actually why it wasn't. Did you have like a bit of wanker's remorse going, what was I doing? A bit, a bit, yeah. I went down the hole. I went down, I went down, down the rabbit hole. And yeah. Now I went, I I can't why did I do myself. that? Yeah. No, but why did I... Why was I doing that? Yeah. Like you get this nasty streak sometimes yeah. when you're on Twitter. Yeah. And I kind of went, oh yeah, that's I gotta I gotta get off. So I went from six hours a day down to five hours a day. Amazing. Yeah. Well, maybe I just can I just put you no, not all heroes with days. <laughs> Amazing. Um, I got a. I I, I really like this. Um, Brendan a brave Brendan the brave Ooh, award yeah. for exceptional bravery. Okay. I'd like to uh, not even nominate. This is just the winner. Yeah. This week. Daly Cherry Evans. Okay. In the face face of a, a huge prop facing him down, mm. judo throw onto yeah. the ground and then while on the ground puts him in a chokehold, just held him down by the neck that the other forward had to come and drag him off. Mm. You've got a halfback taking on and beating up a forward and his mate has to come and drag him away. Mm. Pathetic. Para really played him into form, didn't we? Like he was <laughs> he was in pretty bad form. Like those well, games, the St George game and the Knights game. Oh uh, yeah, the Knights game. I thought he was, you know, he wasn't bad, but yeah, St he wasn't George great. was terrible. Yeah. Um, I think uh, St George. He was. Yeah, I've never seen him play that badly before. He was dropping the ball. He was, and if you actually look at the, um, they showed footage of the warm up before the game. And he was dropping the ball oh, in the warm-up too. It just wasn't his day. Just not his day. Maybe he'd been out with... Was he in Bangalore the night before? <laughs> Do you think he was celebrating with Killer? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Would make sense. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so DCE. I mean, I think that really rallied us. It was neck and neck up until that moment. No, and then pun, when, in, no pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, then he, uh, head and, and then he was head and shoulders above yeah. the rest of the team after that. Um, and the Jack Bird, he's just a footballer award. Definitely this week goes to Kate Cast. He's just a footballer. After that game, you could tell he was just he's a footballer. He's a first grader. He is. He's a first grader. Yeah. You could put him anywhere on the field. He's just a first grader. <laughs> he's just a first grader. Does that sound like Joey? That's my Joey impersonation. Well, this is what I love. <laughs> I love Kate Cast here. He's just a first grader. <laughs> he comes from he comes from the side. And look look, he just knows what to do. Oh you can't coach that. Brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. Eerie. Yeah, like Badiris. For a minute there, I thought I was in the room, in the presence of greatness. I have been. People have called me an immortal <laughs> at times. Yes. Um, and now you're obviously mm. you're a banker, mm. right? Was was. Mm. Um, now I, I just want to do a quick. I think we've done this segment before. Um, and it's uh, I'm no fancy lawyer, but yeah. So. Um, now you're a banker, not mm. a lawyer, but but you're a banker, so you have gone to university. Yes, which is true. more more than I have. School of hard knocks, it was. Yeah. yeah. So so let me just say this, and maybe you can clarify. Okay. Um, I'm not. I, I'm no fancy lawyer, but Gus Gould, being Mister Fix It. Oh. Um. Now I'm not a fancy lawyer, but he he he's a here's a funny little thing. So Gus Gould has come. Uh, it's been reported. And talked about it's basically happening that the NRL is going to pay pay Gus Gould for his ideas. 
he's going to be a Mr. Fix-It when things need, you know, he just goes in and says, you know, shoes with zippers. I've just had, I had a dream last night. What if all NRL shoes had zippers on them? And they go, brilliant, Gus. And then he goes, because then we wouldn't have to tie shoelaces. We'd speed the game up. Brilliant. It's like George Costanza when he, when he wants the Yankees to wear cotton. Cotton. That's right. It's breathe. It's a breathable, yeah. it's, it's, you know, it's a breathable uh, fabric. Um, but, but, but here's a strange thing. If he's already doing that, right, isn't that his job as a sports commentator to commentate on things going, you know what they should do? They really need to fix up the bunker. They really need to do this. Like this is, and his job in the media is to comment and mm. put forward ideas. Just like Paul Kent is always putting forward ideas. Mm. Just like Ben Iken, like everyone, that's their job that's to their jobs, go, yeah. look at it and go, you know what, this didn't work. They really should be doing this, but that's their job. But out of all the journalists out there, the NRL are going to pay Phil Gould for his ideas, which he's already giving out for free. Now, there's an old saying where I come from, why buy the milk when you get the cow for free? <laughs> <laughs> or something like that. Um, and is this not, you know... There's... It's just weird. The whole thing's just... I and mean, I don't know the legal ass. I don't know wh- wh- how law is relevant to it. But yeah. like, I don't think there's Surely any... there's a conflict of interest. I don't think there's like a conf- I don't think there is right. as long as you do you can declare a conflict of interest as long as but I th- I feel like there is uh, a commercial issue. Well, he's getting paid for the he's getting paid twice for the, for doing yeah. the one job essentially. I just I just also feel like it's why do you want to give someone who already has I feel too much power? Yeah. Give them more power. I I, I mean it feels like he's just playing into okay who criticises, like, what's Volandi's biggest threat is to have the media turn mm. on him. Mm. So how can I stop Phil Gould bad-mouthing the NRL's mm. strategy? Yeah. Well, I'll just put Phil Gould in charge of the NRL strategy so he can't because he's going to be right. bad-mouthing himself. That's right. And everyone at Channel Nine scared of Phil Gould, so no one's going to then... Yeah, so it's a bit like, but what, it's not... It's not for the good of the game. Like, what's it? No. Phil Gould comes up with some absolutely cooked ideas. Yeah. And now we're going to have to and the, and, use them. And Volandis, was all, and they're always talking about the amount of expenditure at head office and they need to rein it in. Again, we're about to pay someone for doing something that they were already doing. For doing. Free. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. We need to rein it in, Bill. It's, I mean, what are they yeah. going to be doing next? Paying us for, to, to do this podcast when we're already doing it for free? <laughs> I mean, that's, I mean, we actually do it for cost. Yeah, well, that's right. We actually lose money on this. Although, uh, I don't, I don't want to give away free advertising. Yeah, but there might, be, there's a, there's a deal coming. Apparently, it's been what? shipped. Okay, a couple of items have been sent to us. Wow. I don't want to say it's cash for comments, but let's just say we may be speaking favourable about a couple of things next week <laughs> if they arrive. So Tell you maybe, what I'm missing. I'm missing that? those four pints beers right now, though. Ooh, it's too early. Yeah. What time is it? Ten o'clock. Ten o'clock. 10.30. Um, Gee, I'm missing them. Gee, they taste good. I don't think I spoke about this, Edna, because did we talk about... We didn't podcast after the um, Knights game, did we? No. I was in too deep a hole after that game. I was Because I went there. I went to the game. Yeah. We, what? What? Where should we put this in there? <laughs> I, I don't have much injury crisis. So let's... Uh, maybe we'll do it for with... Injury crisis and Ben's day at the game. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Well, Paris 
pretty injury riddled at the moment. Ryan Madison, concussion of the heart. Oh. Now, hit to the head or hit to the heart? Well, here, here <laughs> we mean, go. Could he not? Could it, how's it going? Everyone wants to know. Well, What's the update? This, will he be playing this week? Uh, By the time this podcast comes out, teams list yeah, will be Yeah, team lists will be named, out, so, so I don't know. That's always cool to talk about something that we don't know that the listeners already know. So yeah. let's talk about this for the next hour. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, what came to light with this whole fucking spack attack of the Tigers? Shout out to the biggest Tiger. Whoa, shout out whoa, to man. My, I don't think shout you, out to my tattoo-free arm. I don't, like, I don't think you could say spack attack, man. Like he was hit in the head and he was... Shaking, concussed on the ground, and that's really disgusting to call it a spack attack. I'm not going there. That's disgusting. Um, I can't believe I I was here when you said that. But I should rephrase that language. It's a little bit AFB. Uh, Anyway, the the, the, the tantrum that Tigers players, the Tigers fans, not the players. Oh, right. You're not talking about a player on the field. No, the the tantrum that they've been showing over Madison. I actually didn't didn't really follow Madison before Mm. this year. And I didn't realise... You hung out with him a couple of times. I did see him in Glebe and not know who he was. Um, But I didn't realise he had that history of concussions. Yes. Um, I had him as... See, I had him in my super coach side when he was playing for East. uh, And he was out for a long time. Yeah, yeah. So I kind of feel like... I don't know. The thing thing with the Tigers... I'm I'm hijacking this question. Mm. But the thing with... Well, I was just asking how he's going, if he's going to yeah, be playing this I don't, way. I'm hi- as I said, know. I'm yeah. hijacking the question. Yeah. The thing with the Tigers, I get that they don't like Madison. Like, I don't like Jamie Lyon. He kind of walked out on para. Mm. And he had... No doubt he had very valid reasons. Like, yeah. they're football players. This yeah. is their career they've got. Not very long yeah. to play. And if you're unhappy somewhere, you should go. And as a fan, doesn't mean I'm going to sit there and go, yeah, but still, good on good on you, Jamie mm. Lyon. You go and win two premierships and I'm really happy for you. No, I'm obviously not going to say that, right? Mm. But I'm sure Jamie Lyon isn't sitting at home going, gee, I wish Billy Buttons wasn't angry at me and I'd have stayed at Para mm. and missed out on, you know, like, mm. so I get it. But well, It's like any working environment. Yeah. If you don't like the people you're working with. Yeah. You know. You get out. Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. if I'm working, if I love... If I love tissues and I'm working at Kleenex, but I hate everyone there, then I'll go and work at Sorbent. Yeah, exactly. Like exactly. I'm still in the tissue industry. <laughs> it's very, very strange example, but yeah, it's, <laughs> it's accurate. It fits perfectly. What do you <laughs> mean it's don't strange? Know how your brain <laughs> synapses work that you get to that? But anyway, yeah, I'll go. I'll let's run with it. Yeah, um, I, maybe I should be a Mister Fixer. But yeah, but you're right though because sometimes you can be in a situation where you. You're unhappy, yeah. and you can move to a situation where you're happy, and it's like it's not necessarily a fault of either party. It just mm. wasn't working. No, I had I've had that in it's my. It's not you. It's me. Professional. I've heard that career. a few times. <laughs> exactly, but I have I've had that with yeah. work where you've been somewhere and you've gone. They fucking hate me, and I hate yeah. them. Yeah, and you go somewhere else, and you're all happy for. Yeah. Six What's months. that time you were working at McDonald's and then you work at KFC? Hungry Jacks. Oh, Hungry Jacks. Yeah, was not it? KFC. Yeah. Hungry Jacks. And you went up to washing lettuce. <laughs> yeah, pretty soon. You're manager. manager. Um, but here's the thing. Again, hijacking the whole thing. <laughs> Tigers fans having a spack like attack. If, I'd if this, this was podcast. if this was a one-off, if Brian Madison was the first bloke who'd walked out on the Tigers, <laughs> you'd say, ah. But no. Every year, yep. the Tigers either their best player yep. or their coach, who's yep. meant to save the whole fucking organization, walks out. Yeah. And. I said this to you well, when we had a beer at the strip-in. Would you say 
Where there's smoke, there's fire. Where there's smoke. Exactly. I'm just going to leave it there. Yeah. And also shout out to the strip in which we went back <laughs> oh, to. Never again. It was not. I think we're done. we got to be done. Let, let's jump ahead to I'm done. <laughs> Quick, where's the jingle? No, I, I, I just. Because I'm done. <laughs> really? Because I, I can't take it anymore. <laughs> so can I, I want to give another shout out to um, uh, Killer. Yeah. So he texts me saying, um, I'm done with the I'm done jingle. Apparently he. When he listens to the podcast, he cannot get that song out of his head for the next two days. I thought he was going to say, I'm done with me pooing in his house. <laughs> Notice I didn't bring that up. I thought if you want to tell the story, you can tell it. But that's all right. You've given a little, you, you've, you've teased the audience with that. Oh, what's his pooing story? We'll oh, yeah. get to it. Yeah, if well, you want to find out, you listen in next week. Next week. Well, or did I say next week? I meant in three, three weeks, weeks time. time. Depends on who, if we win this week. Well, even then, who knows? Yeah, who knows? Um, so anyway, Ryan Madison. Uh, yeah, I think we covered that. Is yeah, that who right? knows if he's yeah. back? But I, it is it is scary when you see like guys, uh, especially with the US sports. You're getting a lot of guys retiring in you know the peak of their careers. I guess they get paid a lot more, so they can. Mm. As sad as that is, they can probably do. You do one season and get five million bucks and go. All right, I'm out. Um, mm. But yeah. Um, so let's just go. I I want to talk about my experience at the Manly okay. Knights game. I don't know why I'm using this music, but people might think that the show has been hijacked and this isn't really me because I had a bit of a negative experience there. And I, for those who have noticed on, and when you down actually listen to this podcast, you'll notice that the Screaming Eagles logo has changed. Mm. Uh, I've changed it on Twitter. I've changed it up. I had a little bit of a uh, funny week after that game um, and the lead up to it, mm. to be honest. Mm. So what I wanted to do is I wanted to get a Brad Parker uh, image and blow it up life size yeah. and take it to the game as a bit of a, you know, a fan poster. Like, can you imagine the Manly side running out and seeing someone holding up a Brad Parker life size poster? Yeah. Like cut out, stirring. It would have. I mean, it the game was stirred. over. Once and the game's the game's over there. But but not only that, it's kind of like whoa. Even our, I wouldn't call him a fringe player, but even you know, you'd say that Manly's got maybe cult, cult hero, top five players that everyone knows, right? Mm. And he, you wouldn't put him in that. If out. you're printing a t-shirt, yeah, maybe now you would, but probably now you would. But yeah. um, so to see that's kind of like whoa, yeah. All the fans, you know, it's hardcore fans here. Look, they're even making so. I, I guarantee you, if I took that to the game, there would have been a shot of me. Like Fox would have done, mate. Well, check out Brad Parker. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it would yeah, have yeah. been awesome. It probably would have been shown on the highlights. Like, yeah. There's no end to where I could have gone with this. Jimmy Fallon would have been on Jimmy Fallon, <laughs> showing a tick tick my TikTok dance with my with my Brad Parker cutout. Like it would have. I don't want to say launched me because I've already been launched, but it would have <laughs> would have blown up. It would have set up my retirement fund. <laughs> So, um, so, kids would be dying their hair. Yeah. So I sent off an email to yeah. NRL Images. They wanted to charge me one hundred and fifty dollars just for the picture. Mm. It's another one hundred and fifty dollars to get it printed. So we're talking three hundred dollars. But at least they got back to me. Sent an email off to the Manly Seagulls. Not a peep. Not even a oh sorry we're too busy. Not even an auto response to say sorry we're a bit busy in the office right now. Nothing. Heard nothing back. Went on Twitter, tagged them in. Mm. Heard nothing back. And they're like, right. 
And then, um, and then I went to the game. Uh, only members were allowed to go, and you would just put wherever they just. Have you got your membership pack yet? No. Still don't have a membership pack. Hmm. Um, sent off. Uh, so so anyway, I got a ticket. Went to the game. They just put you all over the place because everyone's got to be spread out, right? I was put on the on the hill right behind the goal, so you'd argue the worst spot to be put, but whatever. Mm. Standing there, security guard comes up and goes, "Mate, you got to sit." And I go, well, "Why is that?" And he go, and I said, "Why? Well, no one's behind me. Like, there's virtually no one here. You know, there's hardly anyone here." And he goes, "No, no, no. You got to sit. It's COVID rules." And I said, "Well, what do you mean?" He goes, "You got to sit because you like at a pub." He goes, "Well, it's like at a pub." And I went, "Right." But at a pub, I don't sit on the gr- ground. Yeah, you sit on yeah. sit on a chair. And I said, "There's no chairs." And he go, and I said, "Mate, it's it's <laughs> damp. It's basically mud. There's no grass. You really want me to sit down in this mud?" And he went, "Yeah." And I went, "Well, I'm not doing that, but I'll crouch." So I sort of crouched down, and then as soon as he'd sort of walk around, I just stand up again. Yeah. And there was a, f- and it was kind of like, look. I, 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 whatever i'll just manage this with this guy you know yeah, what i mean he yeah, came yeah. and told me to sit down again sure sat down we're up and down it was up and down all game so it's just like fine i'll manage it there was a family of three sitting to my left dad and his wife and kid so would that be just a f- like one member or no so this is a guy who's bought three memberships each membership over two hundred dollars they're all wearing jerseys they're all got scarves so we're talking about over a thousand dollars this guy spent right Security guard comes up to him and he goes, mate, so him and he, so, so his wife and his kid are sitting down. He's standing up. He goes, mate, you got to sit down. And he goes, I can't. Back's, lower back's fucked. I can't sit on the ground. And he goes, well, you got to sit down. You can't be wandering around. And he said, yeah, I understand that. But my wife and kid are sitting right here. What am I going to do? Walk around. Like, we're clearly a unit. We're all sitting together. I just can't sit down. And he goes, you have to sit down. And he goes, well, if that's the rules, I'm going to have to go. And the security guard just goes, yeah, well, there's 12,000 other people who'd be happy to come so you can just go then. Mm. So this fuck. And then the wife, and then he goes, okay, we'll go. And then the wife was so flustered, she got up, she twisted her ankle, the medical team had to come over and so like it turned into a fucking debacle. And I just thought, this isn't, what, what's going on here? Like, what's the fan engagement? Like, they keep talking about, oh, we want, we want fans to come to the game. Like, what? What's going on here? And then on top These of are the that, same. This is the same security venue. Yes, and that's what I was going to say. This is the same when when Cyrus ran onto the field, dressed up in the in the manly onesie. Yeah. Right. And this is the irony, and we spoke about it on the podcast when it happened. Is that the security guard was giving us grief about sitting down and he said no you got to stand up here like it was the opposite <laughs> and we're just like mate the game's not starting we just want to sit down like fuck. And he goes no no you have to stand and it's like but and he was just fucking hassling it's like we're just minding our own business that same security guard just, allowed cyrus just to wander down jump on the field r- run into the defensive line <laughs> and then jump back into the thing and disappear and he didn't get caught and it's kind of like so what are we doing like this yeah. um so yeah i was a little bit it, it, it was a little bit of a it feels disappointing like, yeah, yeah, yeah. experience and it feels like there is zero fan engagement from the Manly Club and really no, and they don't really care, yeah. to be honest, um, <clears throat> except when they send out bullshit, like just work. It just feels like it's all, come on, we want your support, join up, show your support, but then nothing comes. There's no, 
it's not a two-way street. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, show us your support, but we're not gonna we're not gonna put anything back, and we're not gonna do anything back. And so I felt a little bit like, uh, yeah, I felt a little bit shit about the whole thing. And it's not the team, and that's what's annoying is that obviously I still support the team, still love the team, but it just feels like head office aren't really embracing it's- the fans. It feels like they embrace the full on. There's like I'm not gonna name them, but it seems like there's about four fans that spend tens of thousands of dollars on gear and flying to New Zealand with the team to support them. And that's all great. Yeah. But not all of us can afford to do that. And just because we can't afford to do it doesn't mean we should be, you know, yeah, treated yeah. like shit. You know, it's, it feels like I'm in a economy class of a plane and first class is being, you know, given champagne and everything. And, you know, the rest of us are just like, you know, we don't give a fuck. And it's yeah. like, yeah, but you still rely on us to join up and, pledge our you know do the pledge with everything so yeah it was a little bit it was a little bit disappointing the whole thing to be honest with you um so i changed the emblem and i just thought well let's just change it up a bit we'd probably have to do it anyway Mm. it's only a matter of time before we got a legal note saying can you stop fucking (laughs) using the the the, can you stop promoting our club yes it is tricky because you'd look like you've got a you've got a decent twitter following like you spend your time promoting a team yeah, it's uh, you know you've got a, a decent following on Twitter. You spend your time promoting and yeah. creating content. I got a couple of notifications through the week from um, Twitter right. for copyright breach. Oh, I really? I think it's for music, but they suspended right. my account briefly. Oh wow! Um, for it must that have been sh- the longest, hardest <laughs> part of, of your life. Yeah, it, it was for that. Um, remember there was that meme that used that falling star that that started out with Lady Gaga at the Super Bowl. And they have like she mm. jumps off into space and then she spins right. and anyway no, I got but yeah. it's kind of like why why are you cracking down like nobody's coming to use my twenty second video to listen to a, a bag raider song anyway yeah. it's like it's yeah. like the the world hasn't caught up with like what are you actually what are you achieving by being you know how hard is it to respond to someone on Twitter how mm. hard is it to send mm. a photo it's yeah. not like you publishing no. big league week no it's, it's not like it's, you're going to make any money off it no it's not it's not hard at all and that and that's what i that's the whole brad parker thing i thought it was weird it's like i said i was a fan i'm going to off my own money going to print this up which you will then film and possibly use in your ads to promote the game but yeah it, it, it makes no fucking sense yeah but anyway whatever um so anyway i got tickets to go and see the panthers game i'm probably not going to bother with it to be honest with you mm. um what will you do instead i'll probably just sit home with you and eat dumplings <laughs> <laughs> full disclosure billy is coming around saturday night at the same time so that's one of the reasons why i'm also not going to go but I, I checked out my thing and i'm again i'm on the hill and i was yeah. just like well, i just don't want to sit in mud <coughs> yeah especially it's been a wet week. it's been a wet yeah. weekend i don't want to sit in mud and i don't want some fucking security guard oh and also no manly four pines lager being sold at the game like well, uh, and he, I, I hear a good authority that said, a, a podcast got most of it. Yeah, so. <laughs> can't blame him for that. No. Um, all right, let's get into news. Warriors CEO Cameron George has told Jeff Toovey. He did not meet the criteria. 
So the world is ablaze. Oh, what is investigation? What someone's got to be held accountable? What is um, the criteria? That's that's what we all want to know. <laughs> to to right? be the Warriors like, coach. Yeah. Come on, come on. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Mm, it is too. Uh, it is. Thanks, too. Um, we'll get to the bottom of it. What is the criteria to be the Warriors coach? I hope I it's not a race know. thing. I hope it's not that the fact you have to be a Kiwi. That's not a race. That's a country. Kiwi race. <laughs> I don't know how that works. I'm not going <laughs> to go there. Um, yeah. I mean, Tooves, as you said, you alluded to. Wow. If you if you look too desperate. So so here's, here's some breaking news. Yeah. I applied for a job. I've applied for another finance job. It's it not wasn't looking, with the New Zealand Warriors, No, was it? it wasn't with it. And it's not looking that good. But the funny do, thing is, I think you might meet the criteria for their hope. <laughs> Coaching, have you had any success in the NRL? No. We like the You're cut of signed. your We like the cut of your gym. <laughs> okay. Moving to the next round. <laughs> You've been shortlisted. Uh, Just don't fuck it up with the final one. Tooves. But it is yeah. a bit sad. I feel a bit sad for Tooves. He's 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 looking for a bit of relevance, isn't he? He's desperate. I, I think I think the problem is with Tooves, if when you look at him, when you look at his record as a head coach. He was the head coach for four years. Um, he made the finals. He made finals three times yeah, okay. out of the four. I think came ninth. He made. One, he, maybe. he he finished top of the table in twenty fourteen. Minor premiers. Minor premiers. Yeah. Uh, he made the grand final in twenty thirteen. Mm. Um, I think the pro- So if you just if you didn't know anything, you just looked at that. Boom. You'd go well. Sign him up. Get this fucking guy. You know. Mm. Um, I think the problem is is that a lot of people just say, "Well, he just inherited the roster that Des put together." Um, it was a pretty handy roster, sure. But then, does Wayne Bennett get any kudos for winning the Dragons? Like he just inherited a roster, then yeah. they went on to win it. Mm. Um, the fact that he didn't win it, maybe if he won it, maybe that helps a little. So maybe the refs are to blame for. Tube's not getting this Warriors head coaching. Go- maybe, maybe he should look at suing. Mm. Um, but I would say that I think, although Supercoach TB, we all agree, and we'll get to that in a minute, is a bit of an imposter. I think the difference is, is he went straight back into it, mm. and I think Tube's really should have just swallowed his pride, if that's what it was. I don't know if it was, yeah. and just gone for an assistant coach job. Yeah. And got back into it. I think it's now too long. Yeah. The it's game's been, changed. Yeah. It's been five years since he's done anything. Mm. It's um, not that bad, surely. Like if you're, say you knew a banker, for example, who was out for four years. Yes. You'd still hire them, right? Yeah, but I probably wouldn't hire him in like a high-flying private <laughs> sector. I'd probably just stick him behind a desk, some government mm. job. Mm, let me check my email. <laughs> so, no, still that job no yet? news. No. Oh, well. <laughs> maybe, um, maybe they got Tooth, my, maybe they don't have my address. You know what? You know what the irony is? Is that Tooves is a is a banker as well. He's an accountant as well. Yeah. Maybe and Tooves are going for the same job. <laughs> maybe it's maybe it's between you and him. Um, I th- I think that's the issue. I think if he'd then gone okay, and he'd then taken an assistant job at, I mean, not saying he would have got in East or one of these. Other jo- somewhere, somewhere, somewhere. You get get an f- assistant job somewhere. Sure. Then, I then hear the Bulldogs think, have an opening. I think his name and he'd be 
and and I think also the fact that like, you know, some coaches, it's good if you've been an assistant at a successful club because then they get you on and they think you're going to bring players with you. At the moment, Tuzan is not bringing anyone with him. Like no one he coached is really around anymore except for maybe mm. DCE. You know what I mean? Like, so I, I, I think that's one of the issues. And I think obviously reputation within, and I don't know what his reputation is, but reputation within the players and all that word gets around. Of, and I think yeah. maybe they just didn't think he was someone who would attract players to the club. I Like I say this without, I don't want to sound mean. Right, because I think Tuvi is one of those very rare manly players. I put mm. the Trebojevic brothers up there that even mm. non-manly fans kind of always like. Mm. Right, but he's he's on NRL three hundred and sixty every now and then. He, mm. he gets his head out there a bit, mm. and he's not. I don't find him very appealing, very intelligent. Mm. He doesn't mm. come across. He almost seems a bit punch drunk. Mm. Like I don't know if it's his voice. I don't know if it's the memes of that there's mm. got to be an investigation. Mm. But so A, I don't he doesn't come across that impressively. And B, yep. I kind of I almost for his sake don't want him to be cuz you know he, he he felt like almost Ricky Stewart-esque but even even less less humorous. Like it's mm. you can watch Ricky Stewart get upset and almost have a coronary and kind of go sucked in. Mm. But when Tuvi would get so worked up and upset, you're kind of like, mate, it's only it's only a game. Mm. Um at the end of the day. You mm. don't you don't need this. Uh but yeah, I, I agree. There feels like there's got to be something there when the Warriors won't take you. Well I think that um I think you hit the nail on the head with the NRL 360, like when he's on NRL 360, and I think he was on Controversy Corner and stuff like that. He had a chance to really show some intelligence, intelligence yeah. and really analyze the game. And I remember watching a few episodes where they'll ask him, going, So, why, what would you do in this circumstance as a head coach? And he'd always just come in and go, Well, I'd, I'd tell them they've got to try harder and, and, mm-hmm. and they've just got to change up the cut, they've got to change up the team. And they go, In what way? And he'd go, Well, they've just got to make changes. And I remember going, mm, whereas uh, people comment on Cooper Cronk and they go, wow, it's amazing he just broke down that play and it's yeah. just like people can be impressed by it. I'm yeah. with you. I've never seen him make any comment where I'm like, wow, he's got a great insight into the game. It's kind of like he comes across really unprepared and not entirely sure what to say in that circumstance when they throw to him. Like, as an ex-NRL coach, what would you do? And he goes, well, just changes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Like, Good on your twos. Yeah. So. T- well, I've got a, a, a girl who works for me. Her son, he's 12, and he's into the Manly Seagulls. She goes, oh, I can tell you all this stuff and all the stats on the players. And I said, oh, okay, hey, you should ask him. that." Um, and I just thought, oh, this is a good way to get him to start thinking about the game. I said, ask him what he if Manasseh Finu can't come back next season, who should Manly look to sign? thinking, oh, that'll get him to think about it, you know, and think about the game and yeah. the team as a yeah. whole. Yeah. yeah. And she came back she goes, yeah, he said we should sign um, either Cam Smith or Damien Cook. And I went, yeah. Yep, okay. okay. <laughs> I said, yep, they're two of the best hookers. That's a good answer. That's the kind of answer I'd imagine. That's kind of the answer Tuvi was giving. <laughs> like, what yeah. should they do? Well, they should just sign a Tedesco and they should sign Cameron Smith. Okay, thanks, Yeah, Tuvi. get Tedesco. Both of them are on up. contracts and both of them would cost a fortune. Can't, can't afford it. And that's kind of the answer I got from this 12-year-old. And it's kind of like... That's yep. where and he that. also said that they should... And the other answer the 12-year-old says is Tommy's injured a lot, so they need to 
sign a backup fullback for him and they should sign Tedesco. Yeah, as a backup. Yeah, I mean, he, and I said, you know what? I he's can't a handy argue. backup. I said, I can't argue with that. He'd be a great backup. <laughs> <laughs> and I kind of feel, anyway, mm. you know, uh, he doesn't listen to the podcast. So I know the kid doesn't won't be offended by that, and and he shouldn't be. But my point, and he being, should be listening to the podcast. He should, you know, he's twelve. Yeah. <laughs> <That's it. laughs> yep. Is it a bird? Is it a plane? No, it's Super Coach TB. Trent Barrett's come to save the Bulldogs. Even the music was half-assed there. Yeah, the no, I didn't turn it just up. Did I? Deal. The music's yeah. like, yeah, yeah. I, I should have put something else. What in did George Bush say? Shame, fool me once. <laughs> Shame on you. But you ain't gonna fool me again. Yeah. Well, the point is, is you're not gonna fool me again. Like you <laughs> fucked it up. Um, I mean, he's fooled everyone a couple of times now, hasn't he? Old he, Super Coach This is a hundred percent. Handsome bias. That's the yeah. only reason he gets a an seat in the table. An age bias. Yeah, they all think they all think they're going to get the next Trent Robinson. Or yeah, well, they're getting the next Trent. That's for sure. <laughs> he's named Trent, and he's young. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And that's where the that's that's where the comparison ends. Mm. But I honestly think it's because he like you're in a room with Trent Barrett and say what you will about his inept yes. coaching. Yes. He's quite. It's quite intoxicating. I, I think I'm getting um, a hard stat just thinking yeah, about yeah, being yeah. in the same room as him. I think um I think you just get you know, as as Debbie Gibson said, you just I get lost in his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> He's got hungry eyes. Yeah. Was that Debbie Gibson who wrote that song? I get lost in your eyes? I or is it Martika? I don't know. I was listening to Martika. Yeah, I bet you were this morning. Yeah. Love Thy Will Be Done. Oh, I love I that. I think one. it was written. I like by I like um Toy Soldiers. Toy Soldiers was good. I think Prince wrote that Prince song. Prince wrote Love Thy Will Be Done. Oh. He might have wrote I think she was like a muse for Prince. I wonder what she's up to now, Martika. Probably just lying next to his grave every day, just <laughs> sobbing. <laughs> Where missing his little pants, and uh, his little outfits, and his ruffled shirts. <laughs> Look like a pirate. The pirate singer. Eddie Murphy. Uh, Charlie Murphy. <laughs> Charlie Murphy. <laughs> oh, no, that was Rick James. Um, yes, yeah, so anyway, getting back to Supercoach TV. Oh, I love this. Mm. I think you said it I think you said it last year when Des started coaching Manly. And this was before even he was successful or mm. whatever. He, you just said rugby league is better for having Des in it. Mm. He's a great character. He's a big personality. Regardless of who he's coaching, it's great to have him back in the yeah. game. And I feel that. And, and we're, No, no. And I, I, I mean this. I, I, I genuinely feel for real that, that, su- that, <laughs> that rugby league is better having super coach TB back in yeah. it. Because all of a sudden... I care about Bulldogs games yeah. now. It's just another rivalry where I can make up a big sign, go oh. there and say, Trent, don't forget to take your chair. Yeah. You know, it's just... I wonder if we can get a... If we can put suddenly, a bounty... If someone can get Trent's chair ooh. from Brookie, from Narrabeen... Or do we drop one off to the Bulldogs? I mean, getting that chair... Yeah, that would be amazing. That took that team to 15th? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That team that had... Well, it's the Both family club. Brothers. It's the family club. So, do you think his chair would be one of those Easy Boy recliners at the Bulldogs? Because <laughs> it'd be a, a real, rocking, it'd be a rocking chair. Yeah, it's a real family chair where they, you know, sits around and tells them stories about his days at the Dragons. Yeah, when, that's right. 
when you when got slapped. Mason Brown slapped him. <laughs> and it stung and kind of turned me on. Um, so Supercoach TV, I, I, I love it's it. good to have him back. I love it. And, and, and I love, I went onto Facebook. There are some real conspiracy theories. Twitter's a little bit weird, but, mm. pan, but Facebook is like full on conspiracy theorists when you're on there, mm. when it comes to rug, rugby league. Rugby league, fake news. And um, the level of panic about Supercoach TV poaching our best players. And it's just like, who, who exactly <laughs> yeah. is going to leave Dez to go and sign with Supercoach TV? Like yeah. he quit. The, like he wasn't he, even at Manly. He's like, surely the Panthers should be more. Exactly, the Panthers worried. are the ones. But apparently, but why would you knows? leave the Panthers? Yeah, who are top of the table and looking yeah. good. Yeah, and go to the Dogs, yeah. who are a fucking. I mean, dogs I don't breakfast. think they realize. I don't. I think I don't. I, like Panthers players need to realize that if they leave the Panthers, they have to pay for cable scheme. Like it's not a freebie anymore. Paras, we're we're full. We can't yes. we can't take any more of their salaries on. Okay. <laughs> well, I don't think Panthers can afford for you they to take on their yeah. salaries when they've got to pay half the freight. They finally realised since Gus Gould's left. Here's yeah. how good Gus Gould is. Going back to your, I'm done. Yes. The Panthers, they're really struggling. Like they've been five years in the doldrums with Gus Gould head of football. Yes. Just firing coaches mid contract, letting players go. Yeah. Having subsidising other teams' wages. Yeah. Now he's left. Yeah. They look good. And this is the guy that's going to fix. Oh, anyway. I, I, th- I think you're dragging him down, Billy. I'm I a hater because he blocked me. He's meant to have a beer with me, remember? We've yeah, got that's history, right. Gus. When I, you, you like my analogies, right? I love them. When I put, my, <laughs> when I put a brisket on to smoke, right? You can't then, I mean, the eight hours of smoking mm. is responsible for the final product. Yeah, it's you not can't you can't just take it out and go. Oh well, it was shit in the brisk in the, in the smoker because once you've taken it out, it's delicious. Well, Trent himself took credit last year yes, for Manly's finish, quite rightfully. He did said, "Well, I like to think that yeah, you know it's perfect." It's and now own. he's got an opportunity to prove it to, that, that the first time wasn't a fluke. Um, I, I love it. I think I, I love the fact that he's coming back to rugby league, and I and he's going to look so good in a I, cap. I, I just want to see him in a cap on I, the sideline. Well, no, no, he he wears a puffer vest now. Oh, he! I I challenge. He's a puffer. I could. I see challenge him in a anyone oh, wow. to try and find a picture of Trent Barrett dressed in his Panthers uniform without that fucking puffer on. He wears this puffer vest with a hood on it. He I loves it. Up. You what? You watch. Every shot is him with that puffer vest on. Um, it makes good. It makes good listening. Me. Yeah, you, you. Yeah, you. Oh, you, here, it, here it is. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Gee, he looks good. Yeah. Have I said that he looks good before? <laughs> His head, I feel like like we both know receding, right? We've yeah. got a little bit of re- Trent's reverse receding. I feel like his hairline yes. is gonna actually meet up with his eyebrows. Yes. <laughs> it's like yeah. it's getting lower. Yeah. Something's not right. Some some people he's would fucking, argue that his head's shrinking. He's and his hair's says <laughs> Or Do you know, it's like um you know when old people, right? Yeah. Oh, sorry, I'm distracted. Yeah, yeah, go on. Old people, they shrink, mm. but their ears and their nose keep growing, and that's why they look out of proportion. That's the that's same with the trend. His, His hair growing. is impossibly yeah. perfect. Just just standing on a shithouse well, field in Penrith. Can I throw a little... Can I throw a little... <laughs> yep. Now, the only other people who look like their hair's a little bit too big for their head 
are those wearing wigs. Ooh, okay. Now, I don't, you know, this is your story to tell, but your dad used to wear a wig, right? <laughs> Does, so I'm going to go to your expert opinion. Could he be wearing a wig? Because mm. it looks it's, too black. It's going, it looks too it's black too dark, as well. But it doesn't look dyed. Okay. Okay. It's too... Just for men? Do you think he's just using just for men? I don't think it is. Okay. I think it... But it's definitely... It's getting close to his eyebrows. It's going to like... Right. Mm, anyway, watch this. So part. a lot of people get um, eyebrow lifts. Do you think he needs an eyebrow push? <laughs> Or something. He, needs I don't know. Lower, yeah. he needs to lower his eyebrows. He's going to have to like go into the barber and say, yeah. short back and sides and just take the forehead, <laughs> take it all off the forehead. That's just it. a zero on the forehead. Or like the players do, I just need a fade on my eyebrows. <laughs> just fade my eyebrows up. That's it. It's my fringe. Brad Arthur offloads Alviro and Jennings to Warriors. The People's Club just helping out, helping out so our fellow. Yeah, so he he's looked in the in the back of his car and he's gone. Shit, I've got a couple of spares. Um, George Jennings is terrible. Yeah, George Jennings. It's you'd, you'd almost say that's not helping them out at all. That's mm. you're actually. Can you? Again. Yeah. Rumor circulating. Mm. Right. Para has looked to Manly as the Big Brother Club, and well, well let's see what. Let's see what they're doing, and then we'll copy it. You know, and and hopefully we'll get you know Watmo, Kieran Foran. I could go on. Yeah, endless. Yeah, endless. They looked to Manly and they thought, well, the Travoyevich brothers have really brought so much uh, success to the club, and it's a club people want to sign for, go with now. And they went, let's try the Jennings brothers. Yeah, I do feel like I don't think yes. they're copying. No, okay. no. Oh. But well, I noticed you skirted around the answer. I'm there. saying there's a there is a syndrome in the NRL <laughs> where brothers <laughs> yes. get get basically the only reason guys have careers is because of their surname. Okay. Right. And I would yep. say George Jennings is maybe in that category. Mm. Although in fairness, he was one of the Eels best in 2018, which doesn't mm. really say much because mm. they were all terrible. Mm. But I don't, you Mitchell know. Mitchell Moses, Isaac Moses. Uh, I would think more like. Moses is really only. Like, Mitchell's only got a career because well, Tom Isaac was able to do a good deal. Like Tom Burgess. Hey, Mitchell Moses tore apart the Tigers. Um, mm. Tom Burgess, for example. Luke Burgess. Not really. You know, Sam mm. carried them. George and Sam. George was okay. Mm. I wouldn't say George is in Sam's category. Mm. But there are some brothers that really. You know, just just get ride the tailcoat. Yeah, they ride the tailcoats yeah. of their more talented brother. Yes, like the Wright brothers. Yes, you know, John O. Yes. was never as good as Tom. No, and Matthew was Matthew was was worse than all of yeah, them. He, <laughs> yeah, so uh, yeah, so but what a what a gesture from Brad Arthur. Yeah, so um, what's going on there? Al, has Alvar is Alvaro Alvaro Alvaro? Yeah, he's just has he played at all this year? I think he got one. He played in one game. Okay. Because uh, he's super fan. Yeah. On Twitter at Budu Inya. Yeah. Uh, he he went. He's a massive fan, so he right. tweeted. I'm pretty sure I saw him tweeted out once. But he's kind of fallen from grace. He's like the okay. big plotter that right. I think they've replaced him with. Um, junior now that Junior Paulo's doing more minutes, mm. they don't want to use a bench spot for a big slow. And who's the guy that Brad Arthur 
um, broke the no poaching laws against take from Manly. Who what's who was that forward? Never heard of. Don't know. David oh, Gower. David Gower. Of, yeah. Right. 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 Does, I haven't seen. You seen? Uh, he's no. He's old. He's like. He's. But like, he doesn't play anymore. Oh, uh, he did he, he retire. He's on the fringe. So okay. he came in um, the week before last. Yep. Uh, but yeah, he's on the fringe. But he's he's old. He 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 looks like he's about sixty. Okay. I think he's probably like thirty-seven or thirty-four. You know those footy players. Game. Which manly, game? manly versus Para. Ah, oh, weeks ago. Yeah, two weeks ago. Mm. Um, it's taken me two weeks just to calm down, <laughs> and it's obviously taken me two weeks just to coax you into the uh, the, the, Eagles, the nest. Eagles nest. Yeah, to actually talk about it. Now I know you're upset, so upset mm. you had to flee Sydney just because you couldn't handle it. You got off Twitter. Like a coward. <laughs> I came back. Oh, I came yeah. back to Twitter just to let people let it all yeah. out. Yeah, but we, we felt sorry for you more yeah. than anything. Um, just before we get into the game, mm. I forgot to do this at the at the start of the podcast. I just want to give a shout out to Brad Parker. Wow. Um, he recently um, became a parent for the first mm. time. Um, g- uh, gave birth to a little baby boy, Mike Acevo. <laughs> Um, well done, Brad. Really, well done. really beautiful moments. Uh, father and son, just to see Sivo looking up at him and saying, "Daddy." Yeah, yeah. Who's I was, your, I was. Who is your daddy? I was getting triggered because I thought Sivo was injured. You know, it looked like he was injured, and Manly fans yeah. were loving it. He, and you were all at oh, me about. I knew he wasn't injured. Tom Turbo. Oh, yeah. you, you! How dare you! Make fun yeah. of an injury, and yeah. then when Sivo gets injured, everyone's like, "Ah, no, sucked he, in. he wasn't injured. Wow, he, he wasn't injured. injured. His pride was injured, and he and I tell you what, psychologically, <laughs> it took him probably three quarters of the game against Tigers to sort of brush it <laughs> off. You, if you look at it, if you look at that game, and I encourage no one to go back and watch <laughs> an Eagles Eels game, but if you watch the Eels Tigers game, every time Sivo got the ball, he. He so looked like a meerkat. He was just yeah. looking around, like panicking, looking for the the red flash. Well, it was the ginger. It was the it was the orange in the tiger's jersey. <laughs> yes, it was. It gave him yeah. nightmares. Yeah, um, it was a great hit. And if it, you, even you have got to say, if you could choose one manly player yeah. to put a hit on him, it was would, pretty funny. Yeah, Brad Parker. Brad Parker just it was like a it was like a um, it's like a big tree just being lopped down. Just boom, down Snap he went. Out. And and you know what I like about it. Is that Brad didn't? No, he checked on gloat, his welfare. Yeah, didn't gloat. Yeah. Just got up, stood there, and then when Maiko was down for a long time, he sort of checked on it and mm. everything. And if you actually look after the game, when um, uh, Dylan Walker come comes onto the field, Dylan Walker and some other player who was in civvies, so another injured player could be missed. We got so many; it's hard mm. to same injury crisis, yeah. you'd say. Um. If you have a look, Dylan Walker's chatting to Brad Parker about the hit, right? And Dylan Walker's doing this whole trying to stand over the top going, yeah, you hit him and then you you should have done this. And he's like, like, like pretending like mm. this is what you should have done. And Brad Parker just literally just walks away just from him him. halfway through the conversation. He's like, I don't need your fake tough guy <laughs> and just walks away. And Dylan Walker's just sort of standing there going, oh, 
Oh, yeah. So you don't actually have to carry on like a fucking goose every time you put a big hit on. And in fact, it makes more of a statement. You just... Just to be stoic. Yeah. yeah. Stoic. He is stoic. He's got... He's like a... You know, he's like the old generation. You know, the the non-bragging older generation. I love it. Mm. Um, So that... That, that was, was the highlight. That was the price. That was worth the price of um of of admission right there. Yeah. Um, and and let's not downplay. It wasn't just a nothing play with with nothing going on. It was he was mounting the dying, a comeback. The dying yeah. moments. The refs had got them back in the game. <laughs> oh, here we go. Um, you know they were up against fourteen play. Uh, they yeah. up against fourteen men. Yeah. They designed this play to isolate. Sivo on the left-hand side, one-on-one. Now, obviously, most people would put... They're banking that, yeah, that, that four points. Gimme. It's like... But... And, and this is what Des... <laughs> Des has not been given enough credit. credit for this, right? So, Michael Sivo is over on the left-hand side. Brad... He's on the... He door. plays on yeah, the right. Yeah. Halfway through the game... Des, as a defensive stopper, takes Brad Parker and puts him on the left-hand side to shut down Mike Acevo because he thought he's going to come back at us in the second half. He put Brad on the other side to shut him down. He played the whole second half on that side as a defensive stopper. Yeah. Now, I haven't seen that since... The Crimson Tide. I haven't seen that kind of play since the Chicago Bulls used to play and teams would literally get a player in just to try and stop Michael Jordan. Yeah. The difference is they couldn't stop Michael Jordan. <laughs> no, no, the difference is not they couldn't stop Michael Jordan. The difference is they didn't have Brad Parker on their roster. <laughs> That's it. Well, hey. I look forward to the last dance part too. Where Parker. <laughs> Parker. The last Parker. Yeah. Um, it's going to be Brad Parker just smoking a cigar on his couch. And, and it did make me think that that happens so rarely in rugby league. Yeah, where the coaches where they are just go, mm. they just go. No, no, no. He plays left, and he just has to stay there. I, the only other time I've really seen it um, is when they took. <laughs> it was like an opposite, where Manly, where Manly were playing the Rabbitohs in the finals last year, and they took Gagai off the one side and put him on the other to get him away from Moses Suli. because yeah, Moses yeah. Suli was just like Feasting treat, on him. treating him like, like a, a Big Mac. <laughs> Like a zinger in the car park. Well, no, he treated him like a McHappy meal. And he's just like, is that it? Is that all? Like, I'm still hungry after that. You know, even with the little box of cookies. I'm just ready. I'm ready. I'm still hungry. Now you're making me hungry. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So Brad Parker was the highlight. But realistically, we we blew you off in the first. Power power were terrible. Billy, would you almost say it was a good old-fashioned ambush? Uh, I knew it was. I mean... Yeah, it was an ambush. The yep. Eels, I mean, I would say it's probably the loss the Eels had to have. Yes. Yeah, I'd say that. <laughs> it was yeah. one of those lo- losses that you want to have. Yes. Not at all. But um, I think Arthur resting, uh, who did he, he rested Madison? Was it Madison? Who did he, he definitely rested Blake Ferguson. Blake Ferguson. Now, there were three that he rested. Well, no, it's, they didn't rest. They were out injured. Yeah, but they were not real injuries. Like well, they were... You know, they. I feel like there was a bit of, bit of hubris there from Brad uh, well, Arthur Mitchell thinking Moses, that Mitchell Moses well, he was wasn't out. playing because yeah. he was out. Yeah, Ferguson was out injured. There was there were two others that could that were just 
unexpected scratches mm. on the Tuesday. I feel like it was Arthur being a bit too tricky, thinking, oh, you know, we need to manage our players. The, yeah. the Eagles suck. You just lost against two at pretty ordinary teams, mm. two ordinary-ish performances. And uh, I was worried. Before going into the game, mm. I was like, this this reeks of a of a para loss. Mm. And I, they didn't disappoint me, as often they haven't. Yeah. Over, that's the only time they don't disappoint me is when I think, oh, this para could well, really fuck this up. You're giving us quite a, an interesting insight into Brad Parther's psyche. Maybe you could continue that with... So in the second half, yeah, uh, Brad Arthur came and sat by the sideline, and then they like scored, a yeah. like a Ricky Stewart, like, yeah. Um, what was the idea behind that? I've got no idea. Oh, Maybe okay. just he run out of water upstairs. Yes, he I drank think. all twelve liters. Yeah. Well, he heard it was going to start raining, so we went down there. He's just <laughs> He's with a big straight fu- from the. He source. was just going to have a big funnel <laughs> and just going straight into his mouth. But no, it was a good. It was a good. Manly played really well. Para yeah. didn't play that well. Yeah. Uh, it was just a good old fashioned shellacking. It was. Yeah, the para had a good comeback, like a good comeback. Um, yeah, but I'd too say, little, I'd too say. late. It so was never really in doubt. I went and it? watched. Um, I went and watched my daughter play uh, netball on the weekend for the first time, mm. and one of the other dads was there. And I was chatting to another guy, another dad who's a friend, and we were chatting a bit about football. And then this other guy got in on it and he goes, oh, yeah, something, something, para. And he goes, and of course, I'm a para supporter. And I went, oh, are you para supporter? And he went, yeah. And I went, oh, how'd you like that ass kicking we gave you two weeks ago? And he went, oh, now this is a guy I've never met before. Yeah. Right? Well, that you just said, how'd you like that ass kicking we gave you? I've never met him before. So you escalated And he it. was just being polite. Yeah. Right. And I, that was somewhat aggressive. Yeah. Megan, how'd you like that ass kicking? And then he went, oh, well, you know, he took it on board. He just went, oh, you know, well, we mounted, like you said, he said, mounted a good, um, good comeback, mounted a good comeback yeah. you know. It was pretty close in the end. Now, anyone else that you've just met, you go, oh, yeah, you know, you give a little bit and you go, but I just went into full podcast <laughs> Billy Buttons <laughs> mode and I just went, mate, that Wonga Blake was a strip. It was bullshit. And then the other troll was just junk time. I mean, we'd already started thinking about it. And I Hang just on. started going him. I just started going. You just went up to autopilot going. Yeah, and I just started like getting aggressive going, mate. And I said, you guys are on the slide. Forget it. Like, believe me when I tell you. you guys. And I just started. I said, it's the halfway of the season. So, of course, that's when you guys always start to slide. And I just started going. And then and he just went, oh, okay. And, I saw, and then I came out going, I've never met this guy. He just tried to get in on the conversation. And I've just fucking gone from one to you know yeah. one to one to a hundred within seconds and just absolutely <laughs> ravaged him <laughs> but the funny thing is you go oh that was junk time but i remember saying to you exactly that right yeah when you lost yes was it to the sharks and i was like mate those those points you scored were junk time and you're like no you can't tell me they were trying to stop us scoring like you got all triggered when i said oh the game was over they'd kind of shut up shop a bit not even trying to have a go. Like it was, no, but, but, I think Manly but had kind of shut up shop. You're, and you're, talking, about, you're yeah. talking about, you're talking about scores in the last like 15 minutes. Mm. I'm talking about scoring. You guys scored in the last 90 seconds mm. and we're tra- and, and we're winning by, and we're winning and we're winning by like 12 points. That's, that is a junk time try. Yeah. Well, all I'll say is Michael Carianis. Not, not was, to mention. Yeah. Brad Parker was a little bit concerned about his son. <laughs> <laughs> they carried him off, and he and his mind wasn't in it at that point. But that the whole thing that turned it around was that Wonga Blake try. If anyone had any doubt, 
the game on the weekend just proved that it it, 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 it was a strip. You won. Because exactly still exact, complaining no, about No, I'm refs. just saying the exact same thing happened on the weekend and it, and it was called a strip. Mm. Mm. Anyway. Tough. Yeah. Tough. Well, it is tough. Tough times. It is tough to always make you out patsy. <laughs> Congratulations. That's what? In the last 10, that's three you've won. No. You guys have... I'd like to see the state. You guys haven't played... You haven't won at Brookvale in about 20 years. Yes, we have. And the thing is, you don't even have the heat to blame this time. <laughs> Brad, Brad Arthur, and that's why... It's very I, cold that night. Do you know what I think? I think that's why Brad Arthur came down. Because you guys were getting toweled up so much in the first half. He goes, oh, shit, is it is it 45 degrees down there? Are they really hot? And he went down there to te- check the temperature. Yeah. Yeah. I can't even. Re- I've blocked it from my game, but we. It was a. It was Paris Reserve Grad team. It was a. It was an asterisk win yeah. by the Eagles, which makes it all the sadder that it was Manly's Reserve Grad yeah. team too. So, congratulations yeah. on the, on the what do you call uh, it? You know who? You, oh, now I remember who you had out. Mm. You had out. Um, you had Clint Gutherson out. Gutherson. Yeah, you had Dylan Brown out. Um, and you had Reed Marnie out. Uh. You had your fullback, your five eighth. And yeah, Gutherson was all right. Oh no, hang on a sec. No, it was Manly who had all those guys out. Mm. Sorry, sorry, I always get that confused. Well, we would have been better. So with, let me guess. We would have been had, better so you, with Brown and. So you Marnie probably out. had Alviro out, and you probably had that got Gower. Yeah, you had some bench guys out. That's you'd almost say injury riddled, <laughs> raked with injury. Congratulations! Yeah, you thanks. finally got a win yep. over the big brother. <laughs> we let you have it. Um, we won't go into last week's game, although although we will say that um, you don't have to get a tiger's tattoo. Never in doubt, was it? it? Come on, never in doubt. But there will. Can I just say, and you need to back me up on this. A lot of the time, we muck around with stuff. You were legitimately going to get one, I'll and begin. we had legitimately booked a. Well, you had. I had legitimately booked. I hadn't paid for it. I kept on saying everyone. I booked it and paid for it, but. I hadn't paid for it because it was like fucking 400 bucks. <laughs> but I had booked it and you were willing to go the next day to get a Tiger's tattoo. Maybe not the we next day. We weren't going to get an actual logo. logo. No. But you were going to get a Tiger's tattoo mm. if you lost the bet. Yeah. Yep. You, do, you got, do you play them again this season? Yes, we played them in the last round. Okay. <laughs> are, you willing to, are you willing to double down on that bet? Uh, I'll have to think about it. Okay. I have okay. to think. I mean... Because it was close. It wasn't close. No, you're right, it wasn't. It wasn't close. They <laughs> yeah. were... T- like, here's the... You know what? They're going on about this Bloor. Bloor and Nathan Brown. Oh, he, he owned him. Yeah. He did two good hits. They were good yeah. hits from a 19-year-old. Yeah. Is that owning? Yeah. That's not owning. Let's be real. Yeah. Like, owning was what, like... What do you think... What do you think Nathan Brown, pretending he was injured, to get a penalty then quickly getting up was? Uh, he does that, Brown. I think he, there was... Like, it wasn't from Bloor, but there was pressure on his neck and he was just going, right. as soon as there's the slightest bit of pressure, I'm going to yeah. say, yeah. you know, that yeah. was an illegal yeah. tackle. Yeah. So I think it was an illegal tackle. He clearly wasn't hurt. He yeah. got straight up and he milked yeah. it. I don't like milking it. I've said that when DCE milks penalties. Yeah. But if someone gets your neck in the wrong position... But, but from my point of view, mm. I, I don't care. No, we no, no, of course. We weren't yeah. playing you or yeah. anything. From my point of view, if I was a para fan, mm. I would be pissed off just because he's sending it's it's not even he is sending a message to the ref oh, that sucked is. in. I just fucking got you. Yeah. 
I, I just don't think got it's, you. Yeah. And, and it was a real smart-ass thing to do, completely unnecessary. You could still get up and go, oh, man, I can't yeah, I know. Ball. I know. He got up and just almost... ran, yeah. But over the top. Like, he was more energetic getting up and passing the ball and running around than he had been all game. Yeah. Almost to rub it in people's faces, sucked in, I got you. Yeah, he's dumb. Yeah, he's and, but, dumb. but that's what I'm saying. And it's kind of like the ref will be like, Cool, and I'm sure he will remember Next that. Next time he does it. And it's just yeah. kind of like, okay, fuckhead. Like, congratulations, you got me once. Yeah. Hey, fool me once. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, I, like, I agree, but yeah. I think there probably was pressure around the neck. There's been some absolute fucking cooked people like, oh, if you, if you get, if you say that you had a crusher tackle, you should have to go off for 15 minutes. It's like, oh, cool. So someone does an illegal tackle on you and like... Let's look at Nathan Brown where he was acting. I mm. can understand, but you're going to penalise ninety percent of the other ones where people are actually put. Yeah. Like when yeah. Russell Packard did a fucking suplex. Yes, like that was. Yeah, yeah I get it. That yeah. was wrong. Yeah, and what the Eels have to lose Gutherson for fifteen minutes mm. because he actually got his neck yeah. almost broken. Like yeah. it's come on. Yeah. It was in garbage time. Nathan Brown's a dickhead. Yeah. Uh, what do you expect? Mm. You know, so I, th- I feel like the Tigers, though. I mean, that's the thing. That power always going to run away with it because um, the Tigers were in it off emotion, and sooner or later you get tired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Anyway. It's anyway. Clean, good. Clean, I'm still a clean skin. Yeah. All right. I got to get to work. I got to go and oh, no, pick, <laughs> maybe apply for some more jobs. Um. We uh we normally go out with one, but um we haven't done. I'm done, and I know Killer likes to uh, hum the tune. Oh, we've got to. Can I also shout out yeah. Mo? He'll he, he if he's lasted this long because yes. he's been he's also a belated not all here as we're capes for just k- kicking us into action to yeah. actually do it. Yeah, a to be honest, we're here because Mo sent us. Even that though he fucking ignored us for six months, true. But then suddenly he wants to snap, snap, comes yeah. back and wants to yeah. podcast every week. But yeah, I feel like um, I feel like Mo's like manly seagulls with me. He just ignores me. <laughs> But when he Till call- he wants, it's all take, yeah. no give. And when he, but when he calls, I come running like a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> all right, good night, Australia. Oh, oh. wrong one. Cause I'm done. Oh, yeah.